Hello everybody, you're listening to the Sunday Sermon Podcast for Sunday, the 22nd of July, 2018. Well, you're very welcome back to the podcast. We have some very exciting news, and uh, in a few weeks, um, at the end of uh, September, September 30th, the Sunday Sermon is coming to the Dublin Podcast Festival, and it's going to be a great old time, and uh, make sure you, s- you get your tickets booked for that, tell people about it, it's going to be an amazing show, there's going to be, uh, Liam Nugent's going to be joining us, old Ned, it's going to be a fantastic time, if this is your first time ever listening to the Sunday Sermon, if this is the first episode you've listened to, I maybe shouldn't have started off by promoting a live show we've got coming up without explaining... What the show is basically, my name is Father Quig. I'm an old priest. I'm a goodie, a gooden. Can't do more better than me. I'm Goodyear, a Goodyear, and the Goodyear blimp. I'm Blimpy the Burger Place. I'm always giving out tears and happiness. And um, uh, this is my podcast where I talk about the news and um, what's going on in the world. Chats about my life. My uh, young friend Liam Nugent sometimes spots or pops in, and we can talk about movies and the like and uh, uh, of course old Ned the caretaker is the wind beneath my wings up until when I can find somebody uh, more affordable to replace him with. So uh, the Sunday Sermon Podcast Live is part of the Dublin Podcasting Festival. It's going to be on the 30th of September. Uh, That's a Sunday of course. Uh, So uh, get ready to look out for tickets for that. Go with your church group. Go with a load of people uh, because uh, we are going to be performing an exorcism on Dublin City itself. So it's going to be very, very exciting. And um, uh, so uh, get ready to uh, get your tickets for that. Also, uh, in the news, other stuff, which I'll get to now. So please, wherever you are, uh, uh, if you're on the bloody walkie machine at the uh, the Jimbalus. Uh, get off it or turn it up to max speed get ready to enjoy this week's episode of the Sunday Sermon Podcast The Irish presidential elections are certainly hotting up with a lot of different and disparate candidates throwing their hats into the ring Uh, here at the Sunday Sermon Podcast we believe it's never too early uh, to start doing your research and finding out about all the different candidates uh, so that you can uh, see which is the best candidate that best represents your views. So, uh, with that in mind, here's a short list of the Irish presidential hopefuls. Um, Mrs. Iris Tato is going to be running. That's Mr. Tato's estranged wife and mother of the three heirs of the Tato trillions. Uh, Bob Geldof impersonator Gel Boboff is going to be running. Satirical politician Ray Healy Danny is going to be running. Uh, Danny Healy Ray is going to be running Franny Healy Ray is going to be running and their mammy's great granny Tammy Healy Ray is going to be running Leitrim J.A. Loverad Sconru Heenan is going to be running and not just from his adulterous partner's husband uh, Ireland's bowliest man Suzanne O'Brien is going to be running Athlone Chamber of Commerce President and Geoffrey Dalmer's penultimate prison pen pal Pugnacious Pullman is going to be running Mary Robinson's ne'er-do-well niece Nell who does ne'er and does it well is going to be running uh, retired Garda Sergeant Nicky Knives, the first man to bring the N-word to Donegal, is going to be running. Amy Huberman is going to be running, and apparently it's going to be delightful. 
Uh, the surviving members of Belfire are going to be running. The surviving members of Bewitched are going to be running. And the surviving Carter Twin is going to be running. John Waters, the odious filmmaker, is going to be running. John Waters, the unodious journalist and great guy, is going to be running. Uh, Dennis O'Brien is going to be running. A Bucket of Slime is going to be running. And A Pigeon in a Race Against Time is going to be running. Uh, right-wing wanker Wayne Wainwright is running. And loud-left-wing wanker Loudy-lefty is the bestie is also running. A Wasp in a Car during a Road Trip is running. A hitherto undiscovered fly in your bedroom just when you're trying to get to sleep is running. Uh, someone who once used the same spare as Ruth Nega is running, and that's their entire platform. Uh, Ruth Nega is too busy ruling to be running, and also running is going to be Michael D. Higgins. It's been a week since the football stopped, and everyone is terribly, terribly depressed. But here to cheer you all up with some uh, football facts is uh, me, Father Quig. Who else would it be? Really, I'm not going to get... Wacken Phoenix to come on the podcast. That'd be very unlikely. That oh my god, Wacken is that you? No, it's not him. It's me. It's Father Quig. This isn't reviewables. This isn't a delightful everything's fun thing. This is the Sunday Sermon podcast. There's no characters here. The only character I'm concerned about is your character, the character of the person listening to this podcast. Do you have the stuff? To join Quig's army. Do you have that stuff to get into heaven? Um, if you're listening to this podcast. I'm just going to assume assume you do. Uh, so here we go with some football fans. Um, uh, facts. Because I know the Irish people. We were uh, People say. Oh would you not root for England? They're very close. And um, uh, a lot of people said. I, I just can't do it baby. I just can't. I'm, I'm, I'm supporting fan France and Croatia. I'm supporting anyone but England. And I, if I was asked why, um, I'd probably put it down to the English people. You see, when it comes to football, God alive, um, uh, the uh, the arrogance of uh, Irish fans and thinking they're the best fans in the world, they're not. Irish people don't love football as much as English people. Case in point. If Ireland lose at something, and maybe it's because we're so used to it, if Ireland lose at something, uh, there is no uh, discernible difference to the amount of people ringing up spousal abuse hotlines. Whereas in England, it's very much the case. Uh, so um, maybe the best football fans in the world, England is what they say, maybe they just mean they're the, uh, the, the uh, shortest tempered, uh, most hypersensitive fans in the world because... If you're defining your happiness by um, some lads winning a thing and that's the thing stopping you from hitting your spouse, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, supporting football or anything really is a bit like waving at an airplane then telling everyone around how much you like the airplane and the people in the airplane and you talk about them like they're your friends but they're in an airplane, you're on the ground. They have no idea you exist. They're in an airplane. You can stand out in the street and wave up at them all you like. There's no connection going on there. None whatsoever. It's uh, it's like waving at a cloud and then being going home and beating your wife when it starts to rain. Um, ye football boys, you're crazy. You're cuckoo. And uh, that's why I've got this, this list. Uh, the best fans in the world. It's the official list. So uh, our best examples of fanmanship. Uh, when uh, Japan got bet 1-0 by the Swiss uh, f- at a friendly, 
Uh, for a month, the population of Japan, which is 127 million people, became Switzerland's butler for 30, I think it was the whole 30 days. So uh, that was fantastic. So Switzerland, much more than Japan. So every Swiss person had five or six Japanese people looking after them and being their butler. So uh, Japanese fans, uh, good on you. You're, you're uh, an example to us all. When Moldova drew nil all with Spain, every Moldovan learned Spanish to debate with Spaniards about how they were all unequal. <laughs> I uh, don't know why they did that, but that was something they did, and good on the Moldovans. That's what I think they're the best fans in the world. Uh, America beat France in a friendly, it was kind of an unofficial kickabout. That led to the Statue of Liberty being given as a present, and the liberation of Canada from the Welsh was a, another gift that happened there. Uh, Mexican fans, of course, we saw a few weeks ago... Um, they're up to Haido. They uh, went. To, they were having a drink of tequila with the ambassador from South Korea. They went to his embassy and it showed us that embassies don't need security. And we saw this when Norwegian fans forced the elderly Colombian ambassador to go fly fishing with them. Uh, the big drunk mob showed up at his house with uh, worms and the, the, the hat. And uh, he had no idea what was going on, the poor lad. So he chose... Uh, the the poison capsule that they all have in the back of their teeth. And, of course, Ireland, uh, when we won the World Cup in 1990, uh, the team volunteered to become balls to be used at future World Cups. And uh, that way, Ireland always has a winning goal in the World Cup final. If you're anything like me, then you've become violently, violently ill with Pope fever. That's right, Il Padre is coming home. Uh, that is to say, he's coming home, not to his home of Argentina, but to the place where he lived for eight months in a Jesuit college in Granola uh, when he was in his 40s. Uh, really, you know, how could, how could anyone forget? Those are the former of years, your late 40s, when you're learning English in a Jesuit college outside Dublin, or in Dublin, um, but it's on its own court. Sort of, it's a weird place that building. It's it's strange. Uh, they have a Caravaggio there, or they did in this uh, weird building where uh, at the moment um, uh, the 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 they have Spanish uh, students and Italian students, all these teenagers that come to Dublin and um, are taught by. Poor unfortunate to spare a thought. When you see a big horde of the, these teenagers walking down the road, uh, they're usually travelling with, there'll be a teacher from their school from back in Italy or back in Spain or whatever. They have to try and marshal 30 teenagers on a holiday in a city where they're allowed to do whatever they want and they're away from their parents for the first time. Spare thought for their, their teachers. Spare thought for their Irish teachers that that is... The people, the Irish people, they're not teaching these Spanish kids, these Italian kids Irish. It's a waste of time. It's like teaching Irish to anyone. It's a colossal, colossal spunk of all of your resources. Don't bother. Uh, but um, to the Irish people trying to teach these teenagers English, um, uh, like depending on the group you get, these kids are usually they're pretty, they're pretty nice kids and. Uh, uh, this isn't for me to say I don't like anybody, but these kids are, they're, they're usually pretty nice kids and, uh, 
the way the typical Irish kind of Dublin person reacts to them or talks about them, um, it's 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 like they're talking about I don't know um, the bloody bunch of bloody toilet men. It's like some toilets have grown legs and are walking around. They're not toilet men. They're just bloody teenagers. They're idiots. They don't know how loud they're being. They want to know if. They're going to get the smoochie off the one, or they'll get to hold hands that make out point. They don't know what's going on. Uh, they're just a bunch of blithering idiots. Not like me and and my friends, uh, the, the Hat Magoo and the boys. So, look, I've been uh, waffling on about this enough. Got to build up to this. So, he's coming home. Popey's coming home. Hat Magoo. And uh, here's the official itinerary. 9am, touches down in Dublin Airport. Uh, 9.30 a.m., uh, traffic permitting, VIP tour of the Dublin Wax Museum. Uh, 10 a.m., weather permitting, a photo with the Ireland AM team. Uh, 10.15 a.m., uh, Terry McMahon, the filmmaker, will read out a poem he's especially commissioned just for the visit entitled I'm Going to Bust Your Face Open, O oh Lord. Uh, then at uh, 10.30 uh, Il Papa will have a light sparring session with Katie Taylor uh, for two hours. Then at half twelve, uh, he's going uh, to go to the Workman's for a stage diving lesson with the Hepcats from the rock group Other Kin. And then at one o'clock, there's an exclusive preview screening of, uh, at the Sugar Club of a new comedy show for RTE called O McDermott Torches Your House, where the big-haired broadcaster just burns down your house and, and watches it burn and waits for you to come back and you'll come back and go, what happened to my house? And he'll say, oh, stop being such a baby. Would you ever stop being such a baby? So what? Your house got burnt down. It's kind of funny if you think about it. God. So that's going to be great. And then two o'clock, uh, the, the Pope's just going to leave. <laughs> it's, um, uh, it's not, there's no official going away ceremony. He's, he's just going to probably just... Get up out of the sugar club, pretend he's checking his phone, go outside, get a cab, go back to the, the Dublin airport and uh, then go back to the Vatican. And uh, what a special day that's going to be for everyone. And that's about it for this week's Sunday Sermon podcast. Uh, thank you, as always, to all the news organisations of the world. Uh, you're doing a great job, lads. And um, uh, I hope that you have a good week. Look us up on, on Twitter and iTunes and that and give us a rate and review. Um, we're trying to build up a bit of SEO. Uh, I don't know what that is, but the TYs are adamant. It's 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 the new thing. So uh, do that, please. And um, if uh, you're thinking of doing anything bad this week, go and tell a priest. If you've done something bad, go and tell a priest. And, um, yeah, just uh, listen. Be, go easy on yourself this week, all right? Take care of yourself. And until next week, God bless you, God bless me, and please rise for the homily. You've been listening to the Sunday Sermon Podcast by Giles Brody. You can follow me on Twitter at Giles Brody. Special thanks to Conroe Two, Emma Keaveney, and Jeremy O'Brien. Yes,